As temperatures drop, tensions are on the rise over a simple garment that we all use to protect ourselves. Hear how one group of anti-jacketers is leading a growing movement against the use of coats and fleeces despite their proven effectiveness from the cold. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and I say it's time you liberate your ears from the tyranny of headphones and blast this news at full volume for everyone to hear, even if you are in public. So crank up that freedom and stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hypothermia is a hoax. Chill doesn't kill. Chill doesn't kill. Hypothermia is a hoax. Chill doesn't kill. Chill doesn't kill. Those were the sounds of a demonstration yesterday in Schaumburg, Illinois, where dozens showed up at an anti-jacketer rally outside a Burlington coat factory to protest what they're calling the, quote, liberal cold weather conspiracy. OPR's Marcy Hammond joins me now with more. Hello, Marcy. Hi, Leslie. Marcy, what do we know about these anti-jacketers? Well, Leslie, these citizens are part of a new movement who believe that dying from the cold is nothing more than a leftist hoax made up to control Americans by making them wear very restrictive thick layers and puffy sleeves. I spoke to protest organizer Dennis Crane, and here's what he had to say. The chances of actually dying from the cold are incredibly low. Fewer people die from the flu every year than the people who die from the cold. This wear a coat nonsense is all one big plot laid out by the fur coat wearing liberals to force us into wearing these stupid things. Well, we know better than to, than to be afraid of what the fake news media says about the weekend forecast. No one's gonna bundle me up. This is America. And despite the dropping temperatures, these anti-jacketers have started protesting all over the northern states, showing up in droves wearing t-shirts and tank tops. I spoke to a few of them, and here's what they had to say on the issue. All this cold weather is just going to disappear in a few months anyway. Plus, coats don't even work. They can't stop the cold from spreading, so there's no point in wearing one. God made us warm-blooded for a reason. First, it's pea coats and capelets. Next, they'll have us wearing scarves and hats and mittens and snow pants until we can't grab things with our fingers and we boil from the inside. Sir, are you okay? Your fingers are turning black. Do you want my gloves? And... Get your straitjacketed tyranny away from me. Wool coats are for sheep. Sheep! They certainly sound dedicated to their cause, and those things can get pretty hot and uncomfortable. But Marcy, we should note that coats and jackets have been scientifically proven to trap heat around the body and shield us from the wind. That's right. But these anti-jacketers are quick to argue that the only people who actually benefit from wearing coats are the frail elderly and people whose bodies just run cold no matter what. Mm -mm. The situation outside Burlington Coat Factory really escalated, though, when a group of counter-protesters made up of concerned mothers arrived. Let's take a listen. What are you doing? You'll catch your death. Get inside right now, young man. Huh? Because that's what'll happen. And then you'll be sorry. Have you ever heard of pants? Maybe some long pants? Maybe a glove? And who has to take you to the doctor? I have to take you to the doctor. The counter-protesting mothers were completely bundled from head to toe, pleading for the anti-jacketers to at least put something on their heads. 
Both parties, however, eventually dispersed once the store closed, except for a few stragglers who collapsed from hypothermia and froze to death. Well, sounds like a mostly happy ending. Well, not really. People died. Yeah, I guess. Thanks for the report, Marcy. That's OPR's Marcy Hammond. Back in a moment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Sometimes personal sacrifices need to be made for the greater good, and exposing yourself to gratuitous amounts of news each and every day is definitely one of them. So keep fighting the good fight, because here's what else you need to know today. The CDC today is issuing new recommendations for the upcoming holidays and is urging Americans to limit all Thanksgiving gatherings to just once a year. Health experts believe that by only celebrating the annual holiday once over the course of a full calendar year, you can decrease your likelihood of contracting COVID and degenerative heart disease by more than 75 percent, and that those who do celebrate Thanksgiving semi-annually or even monthly are at an increased risk of exposure to both. And with COVID cases continuing to increase nationwide, states are beginning to place new restrictions on a number of industries, specifically the restaurant industry, where more states will now begin to limit indoor dining only to couples who barely talk anymore. Researchers believe that by only allowing indoor dining to those in passionless relationships who are most likely to complete their meal without even so much as making eye contact could help mitigate the spread of airborne pathogens just as, if not more effectively, than the use of a mask. And finally, we're learning a bit more about those who started our nation's favorite November tradition, as new historical evidence today suggests that most pilgrims sailed back home to celebrate the first Thanksgiving. Newly uncovered documents by historians at Boston University seem to indicate that the majority of New World settlers, in fact, sailed back to Europe in the fall of 1623, opting to brave the three-month journey back across the Atlantic to be with friends and family, rather than stay put and observe the holiday in Plymouth. Wow, some things never change. Almost sounds as dangerous as traveling this year. And that's The Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode of The Topical, well, then you better like and subscribe before the government decides to take it away, too. Or you can fight to uphold your liberties by signing up to become a member of The Topical's Patreon, where for just $5 a month, you'll have access to all kinds of exclusive news content. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode, where we'll sit down with one woman who is so nervous that she still hasn't worked up the courage to check the election results. Well, certainly not my place to break the news to her, but it should be a fascinating conversation nonetheless. We'll have all that and more tomorrow on The Topical.